Good morning. This is Constance of First Generation Healers. This is going to be a really quick podcast on where I was for two weeks during the election. Within, I felt a pull during the election week to go within and to take myself off social media. When there are big things going on in the world or in your own family, it's okay for you to step back, take a moment, and come back to yourself, to sensing you and not just others, to coming back to being a person, being you in a sense of being within your own body, within your own mind also. As an empath, it is really important to remember that we are interacting with so many people's different energies online all at once, especially if you're on Facebook, Twitter, anything that involves scrolling, Instagram, then you are taking in energy from each person within a short amount of time, and that can be very exhausting. Whether you react to the person's post or not, you have interacted with their energy and taken that in. You need to account for that. As we know, there are people who are over, um, they're oversharing and plain and simple. There are no boundaries that we can set on what people share with us, but we can limit our time and choose who has access to us. You may not want to block everyone, so all you can do is you can maybe do like a 30 days, you don't want to see their activity, or you can block them, it's up to you if it's really out of alignment. You need to see if interacting with this person and ask yourself, does it add to my life? If it is not adding to your life and interacting with them, it's just going to add to taking away from your energy and your time, then maybe it is not a good commitment for you. The article, Five Signs You Need a Break from Social Media, lists one of the reasons I needed a break. The author, Kevin Gardner, sums up my why in number four of his reasons to take a break from social media. And I'll also have this article for you in the show notes. You have a hard time concentrating. These days, attention spans seem seem to be getting shorter and shorter. Spending too much time on social media could be partly to blame for this. Each day, your brain is inundated with information. You're taking in images, text, and sound constantly that jam up your thinking processes. It can be really hard to focus on one thing when so many things are coming at you at once. As your brain gets used to processing short bits of info at a mile a minute, it becomes harder to achieve a state of deep thinking. So if you're having a hard time reading books or just sitting and watching a show and only doing that, it is probably because you are so used to how you function on social media. Committing your mind to one thing will be difficult when your mind is so used to you committing to more than one thing at a time when you're trying to spend one-on-one time with people. It's going to be a difficult thing because you're not used to doing it anymore because you're so used to social. I doubt as you listen to this, you're only listening to me and sitting there and taking it in. I'm sure you're scrolling on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're doing something else at the same time. You're not just taking time for yourself in this moment. Deep thinking is imperative to the work I do and going deep within, doing the inner work and leading others to do their inner work. It's so important to me to be conscious of myself before other people also. So as I've gone over before, this is something I have learned in doing an electricity class I had to do in college for a film, is that it's really important for you to make sure that you are grounded. So on on electrical plug, there's that third prong sometimes, and that is meant to ground you. And if you don't go into the world having grounded, or if you don't ground before you go on social media, taking care of yourself, you're going to find everything can trigger the fuck out of you. It is so important that you go back and you listen to yourself for when you feel like you need something and, and do your needs and wants first before you go on social media. Don't go on there hangry. Don't go on there tired. Think about what you need. It can even just be that you need a shower. You can feel totally like shit if you haven't showered. 
So social media is overstimulating and addicting. Facebook was specifically made that way. Well, this was a couple weeks ago I wrote this. Mentioned that the documentary, The Social Dilemma, where it's mentioned how Facebook was modeled after slot machines, creating a cocaine high sensation in your brain. We can become so addicted that we can have a fan- we can have phantom calls or phantom vibrating that we experience, which I have gone through this before too, where you just think that you're always getting notifications and there isn't any. It's kind of like when you're pregnant. Um, after pregnancy, there's these phantom kicks you can have where it feels like you're pregnant still. It is really important for you to ground before and after using social media, as I said. And if you can, rid yourself of Facebook Messenger so that you you are not distracted and stop your notifications on Facebook. They make it a little tricky on there. So if you're using Chrome and then you're also using, um, you have your, on your phone, you're going to have to check mark those off that you don't want notifications for either one. So what is the beauty in this also is that some things you don't really give a fuck about that you get notifications for and now you care because you got it. So now you can start to choose when you slide through later on, like, which one do I really give a fuck about and then read about that? So, because, yeah, it's another waste of your time. Like, oh, notification? Oh, this is really, like, I don't care about this person's life. So, I mean, you can also do individually, like, you don't care about this or that, but it's a big waste of your time in itself. I feel like it's easier just to go on whenever you feel like it rather than when Facebook's like, oh, you have a notification. You know what? You should just go on now. So you choose your time spent then on social media. You can just go on for a certain hour and not be like constantly fed something that when you're looking for a distraction from yourself, that notification goes off and you're like, okay, now I can exit whatever's uncomfortable in my life right now to do this and be so concerned with someone else's life that I don't work on things that I need to. Because that can happen too. You can be avoiding things. So if you have a hard time concentrating and feel like you lost your sense of self, limiting social media time is a great way to regain that, to regain that. Without the constant need to compare yourself to others is another thing. You'll be able to sense into who you truly want to be rather than who you believe you have to be on Facebook to be loved. You can get stuck in people pleasing on Facebook because there are some people that will troll the hell out of you for even speaking and you don't need those people on your profile. Why are you following them? Remember, we become the people we spend the most time around. Are the people you're surrounding yourself with 24-7 involving Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Clubhouse, whatever the hell else you use? Are these people people you want to be like? You can even change it that you only get notifications for people that you actually agree with and like. How can you make more time for people who are more your people is the key here. Facebook is built to know what you like and limits you from exploring anything new. I think that's really important for you to know. Unless you liked it at some point in the past, you're not going to know anything about it now. It's kind of like when you listen to a radio station in your own hometown that repeats the same damn song all the time. We must be mindful of how we lose connection to our intuition, heart, and start to choose logic, which can be really illogical sometimes when it's not in alignment with ourselves. So here are some tips for creating more alignment and um, experiencing alignment online and offline. Number one, set your intentions for going online and stick to that. Why are you going online? Really explore that if you need to right now. And what is your intention? What are you going to do while you're here? What are you not going to do? It's also setting a boundary for yourself. If my intention is to go post something in my group and on my business page, then I am not going to spend an hour or two scrolling 
It won't make sense as to why I'm doing that. Have a designated time where you go online is number two. Have a day or two a week where you go offline. So you can come back to yourself and ask yourself, you know what, what do I really think about what's going on in the world? What do I really think about what's going on in my own life without having anyone else's say in it? It's really important. If you get to a point where you have that time, majority of your own day every day, like meditation, even better. So before and after going online, meditate, ground is number four. Start to feel your own energy. Become aware of your own wants, needs, thoughts. If you find how you feel or think getting lost in all the mess of scrolling, it's important to know when to take some time away to start to hear yourself again. Number five, drink plenty of water or shower to wash off the energy that you took in while you were on your computer, while you were um, texting or whatever else. I find this helps me to move the energy other than meditation. So between me doing things in the morning, like let's say I do a lot of work on the computer and it's on Facebook, I'll go shower and I feel so much better. Like I let go of all of that, anything that I read, anything I interacted with. So number six, if you struggle to limit your time, check out some apps that I have here for you over in the show notes. You can add an app to your computer or your phone that will let you know that it's been an hour of your day that you've been on Facebook. There's also this scary thing, and I will find a guide for you if you want to know for yourself how, how much time have you spent today on social media. It can be fucking scary. Last time I was pregnant, I spent eight to nine hours every day on social media. That's what my phone told me. That's really, really scary to know, is that how much time I gave to an inanimate object where I don't even talk to everyone. Some of us are so antisocial, we just read. So spend time messaging through your provider. So like Verizon or Sprint, whatever you use, Skype, Zoom, or have an actual phone call or go out for coffee or tea with your friends and chat. Minimize the noise of having multiple conversations at once. So put your phone down. Talk to the physical person. The other people are not there. And you can always pick up your phone and they can be there again. It's a lot of energy to expel at one time to more than one person. Remember, your time is sacred and valuable. So what are the only things that we really have in life to actually spend is really time. And time gets exchanged for money. Time is so valuable. And when you don't use it in ways that are productive for you, you're, you're pretty much dying and not living at that point, aren't you? So designated times means not getting up to check your phone in the middle of the night. If you feel like you need to, turn off your phone, set an old-fashioned alarm in your bedroom. You can also plug in your phone in a different room in your house. It will be less tempting for you to get up at that point. If you're very comfortable, you're going to be like, fuck that, I can do it in the morning. Be mindful and curious while you're on social media as to what draws you in. Is it what to be guilty about today? What shadow work can you do around whatever that is? Number 10, remove the Facebook app and Messenger on your phone. You can still access it from your browser on Facebook. Minus the reminders to look at is the plus side. Yes, it sounds kind of ghetto and old for me to do, but I would rather go on Facebook through my own browser on my phone because it is not bothering me and badgering me with information I don't care about. Restrict to only checking on your laptop is another great thing to do, too, because most of us go on our phone. Apps like Off Time and Moment can help you out. 
see the show notes for more of these apps. Um, the key thing is, would you give time to the things you give time to on social media if you had the choice of the interaction in person? I can see so many interactions online that I would just walk away from. Or these people I wouldn't even talk to. So it's a little interesting when I put it in that perspective. And I like to ask myself, does this add to my life? Does it really add to my life to fuel someone else's fire who's trying to argue? I had someone yesterday ask a question. Like, there was the impression that they didn't know the answer to it. They were looking for advice. But that truly wasn't it. Because when I wrote my answer, she told me that I was wrong because she proved it otherwise. Which made no sense to me. Like, if you don't know something, you ask a question. But if you want to make a point, you make a fucking point. So I decided to just block her. Because why do I want proof of something I don't believe in? Why do I want to give time to something that I don't think is worthy of my time? Because she's exploring something with an X situation. And in my perspective, if you are still checking their Facebook, if you are doing anything where they're in your thought process, you are still giving energy to that person. And they're not even in your life. It doesn't matter if you talk to the person. If you are so much as checking their profile, you have given energy to them, energy that you could use somewhere else. So in this, some of you are wondering, well, how the fuck do I win then? Like, how am I winning against my ex? Stop making a competition. How you win is that you choose your own peace. Choosing your own peace is being not on Facebook and checking their profile. Choosing your own peace is also you living your life without having to check what they're doing in order for you to choose how you're going to live your life so it's better. Because then you're not in alignment. That's the other thing. So I'm going to be having a book little thing that I put out where you can go into some shadow work while you're on social media. So here are a few for you to explore for now. Observe the self-talk that you experience while on social media. Whose voice does this sound like? Your mom or dad judging you as a child or someone else? Number two, how has social media connected you to others and disconnected you from others? Number three, am I able to receive compliments from others on social media? What is one compliment I have difficulty receiving and why on social media? Number four, You wouldn't see this much information from people while talking to them. Like you just know your friend who is vegan is vegan. You wouldn't have to look at animal abuse pictures. What makes you feel uncomfortable that your friends post and why? How can you honor yourself? Does it honor you to continue to create a situation for yourself where you see something disturbing? How does seeing certain posts or images impact how you feel about yourself or your day? I'll give you one more. Do you enjoy the content of the people you follow? Or do you follow it to look cool or make that person feel good? Because if you don't enjoy your friend's content, it doesn't mean you can't just text them. So I'll do, yeah, I'll leave it at that because that's a lot to explore. So that is my quick little thing for you. So enjoy your Christmas and give yourself some time off social media, whatever holiday you celebrate. Just give yourself some time off there to remember what you think as a person, what you think and what you feel is important. And we like to numb that when we go too long on social media because we want to impress other people. We want to be loved, but the most important love is your own. So if you're looking for a sign, this is your sign to take a motherfucking break. If you run a business and you're like, I can't really do that. You can take a couple days as a break, 
You can schedule your posts is one option. It is also great for you to open a Trello board. And on your Trello board, instead of posting every goddamn thing that comes to your mind and going on there and getting lost, you can put it in Trello. And then you can tell yourself, at this time, I'll drop it like it's hot, and that's it. And then you're done with social. And then you come back on social maybe nine hours later to see the reactions, read them, go through, react, and then tell yourself that's it. So you don't have to keep dropping everything on social media all at once. You can put it somewhere and then quickly copy and paste whenever you know you want to do it during the day. You can even have a little assistant do it. There are people out there that will do four hours of posting social media for you for $50 or less from what I've heard from someone that does this, and they can take care of that for you. You have a lot of options. It's up to you. Your time is sacred, so choose. If you found this helpful, do share it, but don't get lost in scrolling for trolls.